Hey, you're listening to Don't Make Sense. I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez, an educational psychologist, blogger, educator, and coach who loves to talk about style, life, creating, and mental health. Okay, so I started this podcast to create a space to talk about style and substance, to talk about the complexities of being a woman who's authentic and thriving. All right, let's get into it. Domixon, episode 65. All right, so I've had some episodes where we've talked about blogging, why you should blog. Um, I've talked about also creating a podcast on a budget. What I haven't talked about are kind of like my resources and what I use to put content together. And so this episode's all about that. And um, what's special about these resources is that the price is right. They're all free because, you know, we're still on a budget over here. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I want to get into these resources that I use and been using for the last, you know, four years to get my content together. So let's go ahead and get right into it. So a lot of people will, not a lot, you know, but some people will ask me, how do you find the time to do blogging or creating a podcast and do other things? And the thing is, I don't have a lot of time, right? And, um, you know, once you're an adult or, or that's what you're being perceived as being, you have less time and you have like less stretches of time is what I noticed. So um, a lot of uh, like content creation has to be done in little spurts, right? So one of the things I learned in graduate school, you know, um, working on like a dissertation is one professor, she gave us like a strategy that I was like, oh, this is so helpful. So what she was saying is there's times where you're working on a dissertation or a paper or something and to your family or your significant other, it looks like you're just staring at a screen. Sometimes on the computer, you're not doing doing anything. But you're actually maybe like thinking something through, trying to figure out your next thought or whatever. But you, you know, can't stay working on something for hours. And so what she was saying is like, she would put kind of little notes or little brackets on whatever she was working on, kind of where she stopped and what she was thinking. And that way it was okay. It made it easier to kind of go and work on things in spurts. So that's how I do my blogging and podcasting for the most part. It's just when I get a pocket of time, I kind of do what I can um, and I don't get too uh, thrown off if I have to stop because of my other um, responsibilities, Um, you know, like my kids or whatever. If I need to do something else, I just kind of, you know, make a note where I left off and move on. So all of the resources I'm going to share are things that help me do that. So they help me work in little batches and spurts um, and so I can go back and kind of figure out where I left off. All right, (laughs) okay, so the first one that I use a lot and I just was using just in general for like life is the Notes app on your iPhone. Um, So what I do is just put like a lot of random thoughts there. So at one point I was a supervisor, supervising um, psychologist. Uh, this is a few years ago, and I would be, you know, running st- a staff meeting, right? So I would like be driving, or you know, you know, when you're doing something kind of monotonous, and then I'd be like, oh, 
you know what, that would be a good idea or good like activity or topic or something for a staff meeting. So I would just do like a little voice memo on my phone and then I would just have like an ongoing like notes um, of like topics and things or things I wanted to follow up or quotes I heard and things like that. So I kind of, I pretty much do the same thing when it comes to the um, blog posts, um, even like my Instagram um, captions or like outfit ideas. There was a time where I would write like different outfit ideas um, just with like a white shirt for instance and I would put all the different ways or ideas of things that um, ways I could put something together with the white shirt and then just keep it there because if you notice like um, you know you kind of um, will go through you know some days where you're really on you're in a flow and you have a lot of good ideas and then there's days where you just for me i'm just like i don't want to talk to people i'm tired or whatever and i'm not feeling creative so if i am you know in one of those modes and i want but i want to put something out maybe i already have a lot of ideas and things already um in my notes of my iphone so my iphone notes um, you know, app is full of stuff and, and it helps me also, I can like search things and anyway, so yeah, so I use that a lot. Um, and I feel like it's, it's something that, uh, since it's goes with me everywhere, if I just like go to the store and I think of something, I could just put it in there. So that's, that's my like go-to. Um, the second thing I use a lot that is free is Pinterest. So Pinterest, I feel like is still the place where I get the most inspiration. I also use it to promote my blog or the podcast, um, you know, by pinning my own um, stuff, my own content. But I feel like uh, it's still just tried and true with inspiration and you can find a lot of interesting people to follow. You can find um, a lot of how-to info on Pinterest. You know, I, I feel like Instagram for me is not as much of a place that I f- get as much inspiration, um, you know, but Pinterest, I can find a lot of unique things. So I feel like it's like, you know, picking up a InStyle magazine type of thing for me. Um, and I can easily go down a rabbit hole, but I, you know, will like pin stuff and then kind of go back to it. And a lot of times what I like Pinterest for is like color combinations or if I want to, you know, kind of research a topic. So if you notice for my blog posts, um, I typically try to find like some kind of resource that makes the blog post interesting so I can um, cite it. Uh, just a little, little nerd vibe <laughs> that I got going. But I like that because then it makes the content creation for me more interesting. And then I'm hoping the reader will learn something and then, um, you know, feel like it's worth a worthwhile, you know, read. Um, so, so Pinterest for sure is, uh, another go-to and, and whenever I'm feeling kind of like, oh, I don't know, what do I want to do? It's a great place to just go there and just go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. All right. The third resource that I use a lot or, well, you know, I would say I've, I've used it on and off, but now I'm really hitting it hard more is a journal. I used to journal a lot more um, when I first started blogging, but then when I went to graduate school, and so I, that was three years. So I've been blogging for four years. So like the first like few months of blogging, I was using a journal to get some ideas and things like that. But then I stopped because like basically the dissertation became the journal. <laughs> so I just didn't have the time or the energy to write anything down. And 
Um, I relied more on the notes app um, from my iPhone. But now I've kind of gotten more back into journaling. I feel like it's just a nice kind of calming activity. So I have one journal. I have one journal that is for um, my content ideas. And so what I do is one side is like the left side is the notes of just random thoughts and things that may or may not actually get into the content. Um, and then the other side, the other page is more of like bullets for like an outline. And then that helps me to create the blog post. So I've tried different ways to kind of like maybe be more loose about it and then do a podcast and that didn't work. So it's better when I kind of write down my thoughts, maybe some questions I have for interviews um, you know, now that I have my sister doing the podcast with me for a few episodes here and there, I might like, you know, write some stuff down and throw some ideas out with her and kind of flesh it out and, um, that sort of thing. So I feel like that's also made it really easy to do show notes. And then it's made it easy to, to create my, um, blog post because I could just have the journal anywhere. So, um, I, it's kind of like, you know, I could be with my family and we're watching TV and if I like write some stuff down, it doesn't seem as bad as like if I'm on my phone. <laughs> so yeah, so if definitely, um, a journal and it would be something that I think, um, you want to have just again, you can maybe have like an idea that, you know, uh, you first think of it and you write some thoughts down, but it doesn't seem right yet. It's just like, or maybe the timing isn't right, but you know, this is an interesting topic. And then you just leave it there and you just use the two pages, right? And then when it's, you know, something else kind of comes up, you're like, oh, now I know how I can talk about it. You can just go back to those pages and then put those um, kind of notes together. So that's what I like about having like a physical journal. There's like a space there for your thoughts. And then now I have a journal that is for just like personal development and reflection. So I'm going to try to start that. We'll see how that goes. And I'll probably like have an episode about you know, how that went, if it's sitting there blank or what. So, um, okay. And the next one is, um, I think just the internet, right? It is free, but not just anything. So what I have done over the years is really, um, kind of tried to be a student of content creation as much as possible, um, to really learn how to improve what I'm doing to, you know, kind of push myself to be more kind of maybe structured or, or more creative, you know, trying different things. So I listen to a ton of different podcasts. Um, and I might, you know, kind of bounce around to different topics of, of, um, these podcasts. So I listen to podcasts on podcasting. I listen to podcasts that are on, um, you know, content creation. Um, I listen to podcasts that are on, you know, business topics for women, um, you know, stuff that has to do with psychology. So I really, and then current events, obviously. So just trying to listen to a variety of podcasts, uh, to get, you know, kind of that passive consumption of information, because again, so I can listen to bits and pieces. So if I'm, I'm in the mood to like, um, learn something, I can just, you know, put on a podcast while I'm driving somewhere with my kids real quick, you know, so it's, it's like kind of quick, uh, consumption of the information or from washing the dishes or cooking, just put on some earbuds and listen to it. So again, you can kind of listen to it in spurts. And then if there's something you're like, Oh, I want to hear that episode again, you can do that. Um, I typically use Spotify. I feel like it's easier for me to kind of like sort out the podcasts and like, um, download which ones I like and that sort of thing. 
Um, and not just because I they sponsor my podcast, but I just that's been easier for me. Um, but you could certainly use Apple Podcasts or wherever else you find your podcasts. Um, but I feel like if you look at it, you know, not just from an entertainment standpoint, but how can you learn and consume the content to, you know, get better? I feel like you'll you'll get a lot out of it, um, and it's free, you know. So, and I also kind of um, let's see. How can I say this? I, I just, you know, lay off the social media. I'm on Facebook, but not really. So I don't put anything too controversial on there because I don't want to have a back and forth with people. <laughs> so I don't do that. Um, and I do I do um, use like Facebook groups. I feel like that's another great free resource um, that you can um, get info on creating content, meet other people, you know, follow blogs. So like blog Levin is a great um, app too, or, um, website where you can just follow blogs and then you just get it to your email inbox. So you get updates on different blogs and then you can kind of choose like, you know, based on the topic, what you want to, you know, go and read more about. But on Instagram, I'm not on there all the time. So I go like in little spurts, go on there when I'm feeling like I want to interact more with people or engage, you know, or if there's comments on a, on a picture, then I'll maybe, you know, um, go and comment back and stuff like that. But I'm not on there nonstop just because it doesn't, um, there's times where it's not that inspiring. Another thing I had heard about uh, from a gal who she had specialized kind of like in uh, public relations and media, she had given me the idea of like setting up a Google alert. And so what you can do, so for me, a lot of my content had to do with like plus size fashion, right? So you set up a Google alert, I put plus size fashion, and then I would get like once a week, kind of a summary of anything Google found that had those keywords. And then from there, I was able to go and um, kind of find, you know, uh, people who were talking about the topic I'm interested in. So I've, I've found, you know, different writers and maybe pieces. And then from those pieces, like, oh, well, maybe I can write about this kind of not a response to a topic, but maybe it kind of makes me think about something in a different way. So I would definitely, with the internet, there's all kinds of different things. Oh, and then YouTube. I would, um, you know, watch, um, you know, different YouTube um, shows to get some ideas on content creation. I mean, I feel like there's things that um, that are more business um, so, or entrepreneur types of shows that are helpful for content creation, especially if you're thinking about monetizing, but just kind of helping you think differently about how you go about um, putting content out there not being as concerned with what people think you know as long as you're being you're you're being authentic to you like you're being true to what your story is and what you believe then you'll start to just generate more and more content so a lot of those types of things are um have been helpful and and that you know and also going on linkedin i think that's another place where you can find a lot of different resources and um, kind of pieces or articles that may kind of match up with the content that you're creating. And again, it's free. Um, lastly, number five is I think just talking to people. So I talk to my sister a lot, obviously. Um, I talk to friends. So like for, you know, there was one episode where I was like, hey, what do you think of this topic in, in relation to me? So you have people who know you really well and will tell you if something's stupid. So, right now 
Now I say this like, does it mean I'm going to stop doing something? No, but you can have a conversation and then you go, okay, I haven't thought about that. You know, I, I think, you know, choose wisely who you're going to talk about content with you and I mean with, because some people are not into it and then it's not going to be inspiring, but there's some people who are like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm down with what you're doing. And, um, they're going to give you some honest, um, kind of feedback that you can use in your content creation and it will help you think about a topic in a different way. Plus, a lot of times your friends and family are listening or consuming your content. So it's good to know kind of what they're thinking, you know, so that you're thinking about content that is serving um, the people who, who are consuming it. So I think it's just also sometimes for me, when I talk to my friends and family or my husband, about uh, an idea I kind of like I'm thinking out loud and I'm like sorting it out and kind of firming it up for myself as well so that it, it's like coherent <laughs> like you're putting together like a coherent like thought you know like there's sometimes I'll be like I want to do a topic about this and then I realize as I'm talking to somebody I can't even like kind of string together a few sentences so I go okay wait so this is not maybe it's not a blog topic yet it's an idea that I can just jot down that I can expand on later, like a springboard, um, so that it's not something that's just like a premise, but is not a story. <laughs> so um, I really feel like, you know, go in person, talking to people, you know, um, now we can't do this, but before I would just talk to people in Target, but now it'd be kind of weird, the masks and stuff like that and whatever. But sometimes strangers give you a lot of good um, information on what maybe problem they're having that you're like, hey, I could write a blog post on how to solve that sort of thing. So again, like serving the people who listen um, or consume your content. All right, so there you have it. Those are my five resources for blogging and content creation that I've been fueling my content for the last four years and that are completely free. So what I'll do is I'll kind of summarize this in the show notes. Um, I'll put some of the podcasts that I feel like are helpful and what I've um, you know been listening to and so that you can go and check those out and see if they help you in creating some content as well. Like what you're hearing? Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also share the podcast on Instagram and tag me at livebyviv. As far as my music, it's The Croft by Joachim Karud. And everything we talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes on livebyviv.com. Okay, and remember, don't mix in because you don't need to.